All right, how's it going? This is the Rcast, the show where I talk about anything that interests me, whether that be book, movie, video game, and so on. And today, in an announcement that made me feel kind of old, they have announced that uh, Terraria is 10 years old, so I decided to talk about it. So Terraria is kind of a weird game. It is a 2D side-scroller sandbox game where you play as a character in a world that's kind of like an ant farm and your goal is to dig down, find resources, build a house, like all that sort of stuff that kind of started with Minecraft. But the twist is that as you find items, those items will let you traverse the world and do things you wouldn't be able to do previously, and then you can make summoning items, which summon bosses, and then you can uh, fight these bosses, which give you new items, and it's just like this giant mishmash of various things shoved into one game. It's extremely fun. I checked my playtime, and my playtime on my current Steam account is literally like 80 hours, <laughs> and I know I've played it a lot more than that, so it's one of those games you can kind of just play forever, which is what I think a lot of people are kind of drawn to it for, is it's such a good game. Now, I feel like Terraria is one of the games that really got me into indie video games, which are video games made by small teams of people, because despite the massive amount of stuff in Terraria, the game itself is only, uh, it's only like made by three people. And one of those people left the game. Like he, he like left the company. I believe now the company is made up of 12 people. Or at, le- or at least the last time they like did an estimate, it was 12 people in the whole company. And the majority of the, uh, the majority of people did not join until later on in the life cycle of Terraria. So one of the crazy things about Terraria 2 is that they just kind of kept adding to it. So I remember when they came out with the 1.1 update and it literally added an entire second half to the game, which was incredible. I've never heard of a game developer doing that because it was completely free it uh it was just like an automatic update to everyone who owned the game and it contained like hundreds of new items dozens of new bosses and enemies to fight and you like threw a voodoo doll into lava and it caused a boss to appear and then you fought the boss and it was really hard and then it actually caused the world to change like it was just completely wild so unexpected and then They did another update, which added even more stuff. And then finally, last year, they did the final update, which was called Journey's End. And they added all sorts of goofy things, like they added golf to the game, because why not? Complete with different putters and irons and everything that gave different, like your ball had different properties, depending on what material it was on. It was very funny. It's just crazy. Like they 
Uh, so the the story is that this guy named Andrew. Let me get his name right. His name is Andrew Spinks, and he basically was this guy who loved messing around with C Sharp, which is one of the kind of more popular programming languages. I think the most popular one is C plus plus or C plus, but he liked to use C sharp and he uh, basically made all these little side projects with like different ideas. And he decided to kind of just shove all of them into one game and base it around Minecraft's similar sort of gameplay style, but in 2d, but he was also inspired by like final fantasy and Metroid and all these other like old video games. And so he basically kind of used Terraria as his playground and just shoved in interesting, like, coding ideas. So, like, one of the things is that it checks your cal- it checks the calendar on your computer, and there will- there's, like, holiday events, even though it's a single-player game, technically. Uh, the game does have multiplayer, but it's definitely not required. I, I think it is kind of uh, better to play some of the harder bosses in single-player, but you don't have to. And it's like a completely unneeded feature, but it's still cool that they have it. And that's kind of how the whole game works, is it's just a bunch of giant mishmash of things that really kind of don't really mix together, but somehow they do because they just put a lot of work into kind of making them fit together, even though they're so different. So one second you'll be fighting like a giant robot head, and then the next second you'll be exploring like jungle ruins and then after that you'll go and find a floating island in the sky to get wings and you'll fight like this weird chinese dragon it's just like this complete nonsense game which i kind of love i like it when games have very like abstract settings and kind of abstract style and this game definitely feels like that it feels like they just kind of shoved dozens and dozens of ideas into one game but in a way that they all kind of fit together and I think that's fun. And I, I think it's just fun. It, it reminds me almost like a like a mixture between Minecraft and like old arcade games. And I, that's what kind of makes it work and makes it a good game. So you can definitely, I would say even though they're no longer updating the game, they did add a thing. Their final, the final gift from the developers was they added a secondary program called T-Mod Loader which is a um, basically like a platform where people can put mods into the game in a much easier, like very easy way to do it. So they basically kind of passed off the development of the game to the fans, which I think is kind of the perfect ending to Terraria's life cycle. After so many free updates... Uh, so many things added to the game like they literally quadrupled the size of the game throughout its lifetime all for free no additional cost you know there was no like DLC it was just here's a free update game's double size now and everyone was like uh okay (laughs) and then they did that three times which is just wild I know for a long time people joked that it was the best deal on Steam I joked with my friends that it was the gift that keeps on giving because that's what it really felt like. It just felt like this game that you would never run out of things to do in. And I'll say, even though technically it's finished, 
and they're no longer adding to it. There's so much stuff to do that I haven't. I've played the game for a long time, and they've. I've not seen all of it. And honestly, I don't think I'll ever put in the time to see every single thing in the game. So yeah, it's just kind of this really fun, simple game made by a small team of people. It's kind of the the quintessential indie game story, really. It's just a guy who thought this would be fun and kept adding on to it and, you know, slowly got people to work for him. And the fact that only 12 people made a game that sold 35 million copies is insanity. And each game is, each copy of the game is what, like $10? So that's like, come on. I really do think that it is an incredible game. I think that anyone who likes indie games should play it, or at least try it out. Because it's just so good, and it's so fun. And it's kind of a... I first got Steam which is, you know, like the primary platform for buying video games online. I got it because my friend told me about Terraria. I was in like Boy Scouts and and my friend was like, hey man, you got to play this game. It's so fun. And so I, for a while, I actually borrowed his Steam account, which is not a good idea. Don't do that. And then eventually I got my own account so I could play with him, which I only did like twice, but it was funny. But yeah, it feels crazy to me that it's a 10-year-old game now. It's wild. Because it came, it came out on May 16th, 2011. So I hope that... Uh, I hope you check it out if you're interested in a game. It's an easy, easy recommend. And uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I hope you have a wonderful day.